Thank you, thank you. Any 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 vista and venue works, right? Now, do you uh, do you think that we've lost touch as citizens of what the space program? Yeah, I think is. we have, but for reasons that I don't think are commonly expressed, mm -hmm. it's that. If you go back to the golden era of space exploration, of course, the 1960s, every mi people forget that every, every mission, every next mission in Gemini leading up to Apollo was more ambitious than the previous mission. What mission would go up and try docking in space, and then the first space walking, and then the first deployment of, of a piece of hardware related to going to the moon, then the first trip to the moon. And so the public could could embrace an ever-advancing frontier and recognize that every time you advance a frontier, you have to innovate. There's mm. some new thought. There's some new apparatus, some new piece of hardware, some new idea that needs to be brought to bear on advancing that frontier. And as you do this, NASA ends up becoming... I like to think of it as a kind of a flywheel of stored innovation that society then tapped... Right. And, 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 and in the tapping of that, you not only tapped the innovation, you tapped the attitude and the, and the emotion of what it is to explore. Why was it that in the 60s, was anyone complaining about jobs going overseas? I don't think so. Mm. Because at the time, we were innovating the jobs and they hadn't figured out how to do them yet. Yeah. Not only that, there was the, the World Fair. What was that all about? That was about tomorrow. There was a sense of tomorrow that pervaded even in the most turbulent decade in American history since the Civil War. Nonetheless, there was a, a hopeful sense of what tomorrow would bring in that decade. And I assert that that attitude that pervaded culture was entirely delivered by the ambitions of NASA. And today, we are not advancing a space frontier. And without that, we're, we're losing jobs. The, no one's thinking about tomorrow. They just want to survive the day. Our economy is in the toilet. All of these, I claim, are related phenomenon. Well, we also had the greatest young minds at the time all go into the same place. Do kids at MIT, if they're leaving MIT now, are they thinking NASA first? No, well, no, some are. Yeah. There will always be some. The, and MIT has an, uh, a, an aerospace engineering department, mm -hmm. as many good schools do. So uh, the, what matters is not only whether you attract a generation of people to go in to do aerospace-type things. If you do it, even if you become a poet or a comedian or an actor— if you, you become a participant in the adventure so that you vote in ways that support the right. adventure. You don't have these issues where people are trying to change the science curriculum to, because they don't like it. You don't have this hostility towards something that in an entire generation understood how fundamental it was to not only to advancing the frontier, but to our identity as a nation, to who, it, part of who and what we were. Because we did it better than anyone else. But we, 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 now, a lot of it was reactive to what was going on in Russia, mm -hmm. but once we embraced it, we took it to the limit. And so, now, of course, back then it was militaristically driven. Let's, let's be honest with ourselves about that. You don't want to say, oh, back then it's in our DNA and we're explorers, we're discoverers. We were at war. And President Kennedy, even though in his speech he said, well, we'll put a man on the moon, return him safely to Earth, and we'll do it because it's not because it's easy, but it's because it's hard. That's, that's all very visionary thinking. But earlier in that same speech, he said, if we're to go to the um, if we want to recognize the impact of this adventure on the minds of men everywhere, then, then the events of recent weeks 
Mm-hmm. Which, uh, Yuri Gagarin had just come back out of orbit. We didn't even have a vehicle that wouldn't kill you by putting you into orbit. He said, we need to show the world the path of freedom over the path of tyranny. It was a battle cry against communism. So it was militaristically driven, but we benefited economically. So going forward, let's say, let's, let's, let's do the same thing, minus the military part, we'll benefit economically. But people aren't thinking of NASA that way. They think of it as a kind of a handout, a kind of a luxury thing you do when you have spare money, as though it's not otherwise fundamental to our economic security or health. Because we need big challenges. People need the big challenges. And then because of that, and when you go after the big challenge, you end up solving every small challenge to get there. Exactly. You end up triggering innovative thinking in a society where that's what you want, that's how you want people to think, because that that becomes more than just, how did I solve the space problem? That's just innovative thinking in general. Right. It becomes a valued activity within society. I, I think it's no accident that Bill Gates and Steve Jobs were like, 13 and 14 when we landed on the moon, all right? No, they didn't participate in the moon voyage. They wouldn't even end up in aerospace.